Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Good evening, everybody. Happy WrestleMania season. We are a week away from WrestleMania TakeOver Hall of Fame Raw and SmackDown. Look forward to seeing many of you there. And without any further ado, I'm going to turn things over to WWE's Executive Vice President of Talent Live Events and Creative, Paul Levesque. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Um, busy, exciting time heading into WrestleMania week this year in our backyard of, uh, of New York. New Jersey with MetLife Stadium and Barclays and, and everything else that is, you know, sort of our backyard and our home of the WWE. Um, this is an exciting card. And I know I say that a lot. The challenge is to always get to where you can top what you've done before. But I really um, feel like this is one of the biggest uh, shows we've ever done. Top to bottom just feels uh, special and you know that's really saying something coming out of the situation with Tommaso Ciampa and uh, an unfortunate you know situation of a speeding up of an injury that, that needed to be taken care of and us having to sort of uh, re-chart a course uh, this close to the event but it speaks to the depth of the talent and everything else um, and, and their passion and commitment that we can do it in a seamless manner. And while I hate the fact that uh, Johnny and Tommaso are not being able to pay off what has been a very long emotional storyline ride for them, uh, it, it is what it is, and we uh, will head in a different direction that feels uh, honestly epic in this moment. I know I use that word a lot here, but it just does. It feels uh, it was a moment where at the end of that taping, Michael Hayes and, and Shawn Michaels and I looked at each other and said, wow, it, just, it feels almost just as big. So uh, excited about it. Obviously, the Johnny Gargano-Adam Cole match, two out of three falls for the NXT Championship. In the women's, uh, just four of the most talented women in the industry, period. Uh, Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler, who has just... Uh, you know, changed the entire landscape for me of, of 
NXT in the women's division, and then Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai, who just you can't say enough good stuff about them. For the UK Championship, Pete Dunne, who has just, you know, exemplifies that brand and has an unbelievable future. And Walter, new to us, but obviously um, big impact. And uh, that's a match that I'm looking forward to being something special. For the North American Championship, Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle. Two unbelievable performers, definitely the future of the business, period. Um, And then the NXT Tag Team Championship match between the War Raiders and Aleister Black, Ricochet, who have been on a tear even on the main roster on both Raw and SmackDown as of late, uh, doing sort of triple duty, uh, so to speak. It should be an epic card. I can go down that card and say uh, I could make a prediction that every single one of them steals the night, possibly the week. So. Uh, with that said, I'll open it up to calls to you because this is just an exciting week uh, for the NXT brand that I uh, I just can't wait to to get into. So let's open it up. All right, everybody, usual rules apply. One question and one follow-up, please, for Alex. If you wish to ask a question at this time, please signal by pressing star one on your telephone keypad. Mute function on your telephone is switched off to allow your signal to reach our equipment. We'll take our first question from Brian Fritz. Sporting news. Please go ahead. Hey, Paul. Thanks again for doing this. Sure, man. Thank you. Uh, what I wanted to talk about Tomasa Ciampa because I think uh, some people, I know I was a little bit surprised to see him debut on the main roster in February. And the timing that went into that, there was already some talk that he was injured. I don't think we knew the severity of it. So, what went into the decision of having him go to the main roster at that time? And what was known about his injury at that time? Because Looking back in hindsight, it seems kind of strange now knowing that he needed surgery. Yeah, so it was obviously we knew about it. We knew that that was going to be a, an opportunity, uh, not an opportunity, but a, a necessity going forward. But the decision was still made that let's let's do this um, with the main roster. Let's give him that exposure. Um, he'll take some time off. We'll we'll use that in whatever way we can. He'll take the time off. Get fixed up and be back and be better than ever um and and uh you know and move forward from there unfortunately you know with the type of injury he had it went from one thing to another very rapidly and um we couldn't wait it it sort of changed from being something that was manageable to being something that but we we just you know this is not a risk we're willing to take for anything so uh we just moved to him immediately doing the surgery at that point in time and starting on the road to recovery. So um, a lot of thought put into all the conversations, but clearly something we knew about. And um, there, there was a plan for him on, on all aspects of it, in, including the, you know, he's going to need to take some time off down the road here very soon to, to get this fixed. So basically was the plan just, Hey, we think we can get him through takeover, but then once doctors looked at him a little bit closer, they said, Hey, this is something that needs to be taken care of right now. This is serious, and he cannot wrestle until, you know, this is settled and come to find out that he was going to be on the shelf longer than you anticipated. Well, no. So we knew the length of time probably that it was going to take for a, a return anyways. But um, as as you're looking at this, right, like there are certain things that are manageable and, 
and you can manage the situation and there's no there's no risk no damage no anything you're you're just managing the the symptoms and the situation and getting to where you want to have you know it's something that you're going to have to take care of eventually right um then that situation changed it just instead of being manageable it progressively got worse um as soon as we saw it progressively getting worse we realized the situation was not something that was manageable for us um and for him and we made the decision to or you know with him obviously uh to go in the direction that we did we will now take our next question from Mike Johnson of PWInsider.com. Please go ahead. Hey, hey, Paul. How hey, are Mike, you? Close. So close to first. You're not first. You're last, Mike. It happens. Um, mm. I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the ripple effect of the Champa injury. In that, obviously, there was a plan in place for Johnny Gargano. While we've seen Aleister Black and Ricochet on the main roster. Gargano's kind of disappeared from Raw and SmackDown. Um, was there a decision made to rescind him being called up because of the Ciampa deal, maybe to p- try and preserve the storyline for later on? And, uh, you know, how much of a how much of a preparation and, and, and change in preparation happens when you know there are people who are leaving and suddenly now they're back on the NXT brand? Oh, yeah, no, that's definitely um... – yeah, from the NXT standpoint, it was a a full-on creative shift. Um, th- from a once once the Champa injury takes place and we realize that we have to reboot some things, then there are a lot of thoughts and ideas that come out of it, and then those decisions are made, right? And um, they involved a lot of different things from. Gargano's main roster opportunity to NXT's opportunities, everything else. So a lot of different things are thrown out there and then they're discussed and we pick the direction that we did and where it goes from here, you know, obviously what you'll, you will have to wait and see, but um, a lot of thought and I did, you know, effort and ideas go into that. There's a lot of things that are thrown around and like ideas in different directions to go. And then you, you know, obviously you determine the best one. What's that conversation? What's that conversation like with Vince McMahon, where it's, hey, I know you want Gargano, but we need him and you can't have him yet. Like, how does that conversation go down? Is it, is it more of an argument? Is it more of a debate? Or how how does how does that conversation flow? No, that's not a conversation at all. Where I go, like, I can't have him. Uh, You know, all of this stuff, and and this is where I think people get. confused about the relationship none of this stuff happens without vince's sign off or approval in some manner right like he is it's 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 all it's all one team and it's all for the betterment of product and the talent in general right so it's not about well this or that or you know nxt needs this you can't have that and we need this and we're going to take it from you so you can't have that it's not that at all it's a creative uh synergy between both um you know when something unfortunate, whether it's this situation or any other, uh, you know, in our business, that's just a reality. Things happen. And, and when they happen, everybody has to sit down, come up with a whole bunch of different suggestions about different ways to go and how to get around this and solve it and, and do it in the best manner possible. I often say that sometimes the best things come out of that chaos. 
like chaos for whatever reason sometimes creates this beautiful storyline and um some of the the storylines that have happened over time that I think are ones that are the the best ones came out of we were planning to go here then some unfortunate series of events happen and you go like oh well we have to reboot but what if we did this oh my god that's even better like you know it just it, it just happens that way um it's an internal conversation about what is best for everyone um and it's just reasonably talked about. We all make decisions, and and obviously they're dominoes, so they affect everything. What, you know, um, affected Raw, it affected SmackDown, it affected uh, where they were thinking about going. Then that affected NXT and where we were thinking about going. So it's just kind of a a reshift. You come up with a bunch of different ideas, and everybody uh, gets to a point where we all sign off on them. And Vince goes, "Absolutely, this sounds great. Good plan. Here we go." All right. Thanks for the time. We will now take our next question from Lyle Care of Daily Mirror. Please go ahead. Hi, Paul. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. So um, this January WWE Open Day Performance Center in London, what's your assessment of the progress of the UK Center? And are you able to monitor the British talent easily from the U.S.? Yeah, so you know we get feedback on them all the time, and obviously I'm watching them progress in the show. It's it's been um, it's been really great for us so far, and the difference in the talent uh, on their ability to execute things from a television standpoint and from a distribution standpoint that they weren't able to do before. Every time we're there, uh, I see improvements in them. I see improvements in them. It's funny, I just got a a candid photo from uh, one of the talents the other day. They just all had some time off. They're all at a beach together, and they all uh, took a photo and sent it from the beach. And, and, uh, you know, they all were in phenomenal shape. A bunch of guys that weren't in phenomenal shape uh, necessarily six months ago. Um, And it it was a thing for me where, like, well, the strength and conditioning, the programming and sending it to these guys and and having them – you know, participate in that is really paying off for them, which is going to help their careers long term, you know, not just aesthetically, but like it, it helps the better shape you're in, the more durability you have, right? The, 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 the better for your career and, and helping you stay hopefully injury free. Um, all those things are the, the benefits of everything we're doing. And, you know, it, it's, it's been paying off dividends, but the also, there's a lot of unseen payoffs that, that, Performance Center will have for us in the long term, um, which you'll be able to see over the next few years as time goes on as well. Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, Alongside NXT TakeOver next weekend, you'll also be putting your career on the line in a no-holds-barred match against Batista. The two of you have battled numerous times in the past, including at WrestleMania. What will be different about this encounter? Um... You know, I think that when you get to what what's different for, for both of us, I think at this point in time is doing this much for the enjoyment of doing it is a, a different than the uh, what we were doing it for then. I think that our ability to sit back and enjoy it, but that's from us on a personal standpoint. Um, it, it's, a, you know, an opportunity for Dave to finish out the way he wanted to finish out his career and his run. And as Dave has gone on and become a movie star in his own right and 
um, done a lot of big things. I think it was important for him to have sort of this closure and and kind of come back and live that one more moment. And, uh, you know, he, he was it's something that he's wanted to do for a few years, and he's really excited to do it. And I'm excited that he asked me to do it with him and and and, uh, and have the opportunity to do it. Um, hopefully, we're going to be able to go out there and be intense and deliver something that um, fans, whether new fans or whether fans from that period of time, um, enjoy. Fantastic. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. We will now take our next question from Jason Powell of ProWrestling.net. Please go ahead. Yeah, hey, Jason. Paul, with, with the uh, SmackDown tape, or just SmackDown in general, I should say, moving to Fridays in October, that's obviously going to change the WrestleMania schedule going forward. If you have your way, would you rather hold the TakeOver show on the Thursday or Saturday next year? Well, I think uh, from a live event standpoint and from, I mean, just speaking off the top of my head, like I think that a, a weekend, just just from a, as people go to events and watch things uh, on the network and everything a Saturday is probably better than a Thursday. But obviously that's something we're working through now of the dates and when things will uh, be and be on sale. The, the, the shift to SmackDown to, to Friday's, um, and being on Fox and broadcast and everything, it, it fundamentally shifts a lot of things for us. So that's all stuff we've been doing a lot of work on since the moment that deal was announced. Um, and we'll do it right probably to and beyond the moment we uh, do that first show. It, it's going to change a lot of what we do, and, and there's a lot of work to be done on, on what that means. And also with Sasha and Bailey saying they'll defend the WWE women's tag titles against NXT talent, is that an indication that we won't be seeing NXT women's tag titles anytime soon? Um, I, I, I again, I would say never say never in this scenario, but right now with you have the ability to, for those tag titles to run across all brands, if it stays that way, um, then I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, you would have the need for it, but we would see. You know, it, a lot of times it comes down to uh, having a depth of a roster to be able to have a singles and a tag division and, you know, and everything else and, and not have it be just one or two teams and randomly put together groups or whatever it is. So we would want to make sure that we have the, the depth of talent and everything else to be able to deliver uh, to all the brands if if they have tag titles if they don't whatever that is but to be able to deliver on all levels to all of them um and and making sure you can do that before you just say oh wouldn't it be neat to have tag titles you know very good have fun at the hall of fame thank you we will now take our next question from jim barcelona of miami Herald. please go ahead yeah thank you paul hey as the NXT brand has grown, have the numbers increased in the amount of signees these days at the Performance Center from the early days at the Center? I'm, I'm, in which way do you mean? How, how many people are there? Correct. And the amount of talent and signees that are there from the early days compared to now since the brand has grown. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, um, we, we it, obviously it shifts depending on you know, uh, as we're having tryouts and bringing new people in and recruiting and, and, you know, we just got done a, a large tryout in India that had about 75 talent at it. Um, we have another coming up in China. 
um, as we're, you know, bringing in talent from all over the globe, as we're continuing to build a pipeline in, some are continuing to go out, some don't make it, some continue to, you know, get called up to, to Raw or to SmackDown or, or to shift even, you know, and that will happen more and more over time to shift to the UK or to shift to hopefully other brands down the line. Um, the ability to be able to move it all around. But, you know, the Performance Center has grown. It's We have uh, at any given time in the ballpark of a little under 100 talent. Um, in- Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three forty nine dollars a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The facility there, and then you have, you know, another 30, 40 in in the UK. Um, So it's it's grown exponentially. A large percentage of that is international. You know, I think 45%, somewhere around that, is, is international from 22 different countries. And so there's a, a lot of mix there. But, um, you know, it's it's constantly trying to evaluate the pipeline of people that have a level of experience. And I don't necessarily mean they necessarily came in with experience. They might have come been homegrown, but they get to a level where they have now had the experience that they're at the upper deck or or in between. So you want to have the the experience that are sort of NXT talent that are on TV all the time. You want to have that kind of next level that's waiting to to have the spot open up on NXT. You want to have a, a group below that that's waiting for that spot and then a group below that that's just kind of getting started and and trying to learn learn the ropes. It takes time to do this and and um constantly having that developmental pipeline of beginner all the way through to to um you know, to to doing what they do at takeovers and and being a top talent in the world. So you always want to kind of have that mix, but it has grown exponentially. Um, in some ways, the building is full. Yes. You know, Paul, and with that, have there been talks of increasing the number of house shows, working more with Evolve and even other groups, or even considering developing another brand? In the state. Yeah, so I think that as we, obviously that's stuff that we want to evaluate obviously all the time as we move forward. Um, you know, NXT itself in the U.S. does somewhere in the ballpark of a little under 200 live events a year um, between Florida. And is there room for growth on that? Yeah. We also want to make sure, though, that it is uh, done in a way that is uh, profitable and not, uh, you know, obviously a drain or anything else and and nxt is a profitable brand from the standpoint of their live events and everything else so you know we 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 you constantly want to evaluate that and then make sure that you have the enough talent as call-ups happen and everything else that you have enough to support all those things um all of that is constantly being evaluated whether that's additional brands whether that's you know you, you see us working with evolve or others progress icw internationally um you know those those talent opportunities and it's constantly being evaluated. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Jim. We will now take our next question from Sean Rossap of Fightful. Please go ahead. Hey, Paul. Thanks for doing this. 
Uh, hey, we, saw, we saw that you uh, brought in Stokely Hathaway, and he, he's got a new name now, but managers being brought into the Performance Center. Uh, maybe talk to me about the, the mindset of that, how they fit into the Performance Center experience, and maybe what kind of impression he's made on you so far. Um, well, he's obviously made an impression he wouldn't be there. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I think that as the business changes and evolves and you see um, different talent coming in and out, I know there's been a, you know, a, I've heard, you know, chatter for a long time about managers and I think things are cyclical. They go away, they come back. I think the ability to have management around talent or to have mouthpieces or however you want to say it um, when, when you start to talk about international talent and uh, you know, you, you bring in a talent that doesn't speak the language of, you know, English and you're trying to move them into a U.S. product or anything else. Uh, the, the language is important being able to speak and, and perform and talk people into seats and to, to promote and do everything else is very important. Um, not everybody can do that. Not everybody's going to learn that skill. And that, that's something that takes a long time. Learning a second language um, is not easy. Um, and we do that with a lot of our talent, whether that's they speak English and we're teaching them another language or vice versa. But um, it's, it doesn't change the fact that it's important. So having people like a Stokely or, um, you know, Robbie or d different people that can do uh, not only management, from a character standpoint or be able to deliver that they can do a lot of other things and they bring a lot of value to the table other than just, Hey, I'm just uh, there to be a mouthpiece for this person. Also with, with the move to Friday night for this NXT, are, are there any maybe logistical hurdles that you all face in doing that, that maybe people wouldn't understand or, or notice upon first glance? Well, I, I think that it it sort of changes the dynamic of, you know, back-to-back -back televisions in the same place. And i just give you an example of that as we go to Europe and we do two TV shows back-to-back -back in London or something like that. Um, we do it here. It, it changes that because now it's Friday and Monday. It's not back-to-back -back anymore. It changes the dynamic of a lot of different things. And... Um, it's it's really almost the best thing you can do at that point is just, you know, you still have to have your plans of the day-to-day -day going forward, but then to get in a different room, take a clean sheet of paper and say, okay, now what? what, what let's start over and look at this all over again. And, and really that's what we're doing. We're constantly – the one thing that people don't give Vince, I think, sometimes a lot of credit for is his ability to shift and morph and um, become uh, – what is needed in the time and reimagining everything is one of his biggest skill sets and to be able to go back in and say, okay, he is not afraid to, I'll just use this as an example. He's not afraid to look at the pay-per-view revenue model and say, we're going to rip this up and we're going to start over and we're going to go with an OTT network and we're going to change our entire business model. Um, he'll gamble on himself. He's not, he's just, he's not afraid to look at everything and say, we, okay, we need to reboot this whole thing and start over and take a clean sheet of paper and start with it. He is a big saying, first day on the job. Um, if you came in with fresh eyes and looked at everything, would you do it that way? Or would first day on the job, would you do it differently? Because the truth is, it, 
it's stuff shifts every day and there are lots of things you just do in your life because that's how you always done them even though there might be better ways to do it so constantly looking at that and that's he's ingrained that in the entire company and that's what we're doing in this moment as well you know um and that will be a big part of the reason why it's all successful thank you paul thank you we will now take our next question from alex mccarthy of talk sports please go ahead Fightful.com. Hi, Alan. Thanks very much for doing this today. Sure. Um, so we've got Walter and Pete Dunn squaring off for the NXT UK title at TakeOver. Um, you know, some might say that would have been a fantastic main event for an NXT UK TakeOver too. Can you give us any indications on the next NXT UK TakeOver or what the plan will be in regards to how many and how often? Because it appeared as if the first one was a huge success across the board. Yeah, um, there'll be announcements coming up on that shortly. I don't want to step on my own announcements. So um, yeah, we'll be we'll be you know um, making some some announcements going forward on on that brand and and uh, taking it into the future. You know, the the, the one thing that I, I wish I could give them more exposure in this weekend, but it's such a big weekend, um, and these things are planned a year or so in advance, right? Of the the dates that you have to work with and everything else, but being in New York, I wanted to showcase that, that UK brand. Um, and the Pete Walter match was a perfect opportunity to do that. Um, you're, you're right. It would have been an epic, uh, match for over there. Um, and in some way doesn't mean it won't still be, or, or, and whatever we do next, there will be epic, but we'll, we'll have some announcements coming up on that soon. Great. And, um, you know, we've got five matches to take over cards uh, that all look fantastic. Uh, for WrestleMania 35, I believe, there's 13 announced thus far. You know, you'll be directing traffic on Saturday, but performing on Sunday. As a man who can see both sides, would a card like Mania benefit from less matches and more time like NXT does? Uh, you know, I suppose you can see it both ways. Yeah, look, it's... Um, that, that's a That's a constant battle of giving everybody everything that WrestleMania needs to be making it important, making everybody have, you know, something to do. If you leave somebody off the card or you don't put this on there, you know, people will say it's uh, disrespectful or how could they not involve this in the card? But then again, you need to have something for everybody and you need to have it be a reasonable I guess, length of time, like there's so many factors that go into all of this and we're constantly evaluating all of them. Um, you know, I, I like the way takeovers feel and sit. I like leaving them wanting a bit more with that brand. Um, when you get to the end and, and feeling like you, man, everything was epic and it was, but it wasn't too much. And, uh, you know, it, but then again, you know, WrestleMania, it's the biggest show that there is. It's, you know, It'll be 75,000 people at MetLife Stadium or so. And, you know, it, it'll, it's epic and it needs to feel that way. And I think it's um, hopefully it'll all deliver it. But that's a constant thing that we evaluate and look at um, on every level. Right. Thank you very much, Paul. We will now take our next question from Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Sheet. Please go ahead. Hey, Paul, how's it going? Hey, Ryan. I'm good. How are you? 
I am great. Thank you for asking. So uh, on TV, it seemed like you guys were heading towards Dijakovic versus Dijakovic versus Keith Lee. And then some reports came out that Keith Lee is dealing with some sort of undisclosed injury. Can you talk about that at all? I mean, is it something that's serious? Is he out, is he out for a while? No, it, we just had, you know, look, there's, there's constantly uh, things that shift and morph and, and uh, require us to take different, different stabs at creative. Um, this is one of those situations. Um, I want to get into his, any of the medical stuff, but yeah, this is a, it's a, it, we had to put a pause on it for a second. I wish we could have it in, you know, have that exposure in New York, but it won't be, but it will, we'll, uh, we'll continue it, move it down the line and, and uh, get it where it needs to be. That's a constant in the business. You're constantly, there's, you know, there's, there's issues. It just is what it is. So, so was it because of the injury or was it because of creative? No, we had, we had a situation, we, we had a situation that made us change some creative. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and then lastly, I was wondering um, with Alistair Black and Ricochet, since they've been going back and forth between the main roster and NXT, if they were to lose the tag team title match, would this possibly be their last takeover event, or would they still be going back and forth between the two? I think that is to be determined. Um, you know, the the nights following uh, WrestleMania and uh, and beyond. You know, I think you see that some of the the call ups right now. There, there's a crisscrossing of stuff that is taking place. I think some of that will settle down after WrestleMania a little bit, but it's not, nothing has been written in stone as to where anybody goes, lands, or does anything otherwise. So uh, I think we're just going to have to wait and see. Makes sense. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, next question will be the last call. We will now take our next final question from Nick Hausman of Wrestling Inc. Please go ahead. Hi, Paul. Thank you very much for taking the time today. Yes, hello. Um, I want to start by asking about uh, NXT star Lars Sullivan. Is there any update on him and if he'll return to NXT or possibly pop up on uh, WWE TV like he uh, was advertised for? Uh, Yeah, I think think that is one of those situations where I will just say you have to wait and see uh, in this situation. Um, There's there's much more to come. Uh, It's just a wait and see. Okay, and then uh, lastly here, I wanted to ask you about Sean Waltman. I know he was a guest trainer down at the Performance Center. Uh, how'd he do? Uh, where do you see Sean in the mix here after uh, the Hall of Fame? So we're constantly bringing in talent as we continue to evolve and grow and as we're, you know, uh, building performance centers and brands and everything else under the sun, um, having people that can uh, – have a wealth of knowledge for this is a constant. We're constantly looking for that. We're constantly looking for coaches, constantly looking for producers, constantly looking for people that can help us um, evolve and take the brand to the next level. He did extremely well, uh, but we, we, you know, we bring a lot of people in and out. Uh, the time we'll see the, the future. We'll see where things go. Um, you know, f- for him, for everybody else, there's a lot of factors that go into um, being in in our you know in a, in the system whether that's 
being a producer, main roster, whether that's being in, in the PC, whether that's any of it, there's a certain culture and everything else that goes along with it. And we want to stay true to that. And where we see where people come in, we see what their skill sets are. We see where they can fit and what they have interest in doing and what they're, you know, sometimes we bring in somebody that comes in as a guest coach and that's what they're looking to do. Come in as a guest coach, come in for a week, you know, impart some of their wisdom that they have on talent and then uh, go home. And then, you know, bring them back a month or two later and they can impart some more wisdom and, and talk to talent again. It, it really depends on what people are looking for. How do they want to be a part of it? Um, and where can we use them? So it's a, it's a constant evaluation process. But he did great. It was great to see him, of course. It was like old home days. I, they were the day I, I walked in there and uh, Sean Waltman was there and I turned the corner and, of course, there was Sean and then uh, two seconds later, Scott Hall walked in the door because he was shooting something with Sean around the ladder match from WrestleMania 10. And, um, you know, it was like old home days for a minute. Yeah, that's, that's like the click has taken over the performance center. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it felt that way for a minute. That's cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for the time, Paul. Thank you very much. Hey, everybody. We're going to wrap up the call. Um, you know, thank you guys again for your involvement in this. I look forward to this. Uh, I know there was a lot of conversation today, obviously, around uh, Tommaso and, and you know, the, the injury and, um, you know, un- unfortunate. And, and I, I can't say enough good stuff about him and his work ethic, the leader he's become in, in, the, in the, the system and everything else, as much as he'll hate me saying that because he wants everybody to think he's a bad guy. Uh, but, um, you know, we move forward and, and, but that was talked about a lot. I just want to reiterate the, the level of everybody that are on this card and, you know, the Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, two out of three falls taking place there, but the, the, the level of talent in the women's match, Bianca, Shayna, Kyrie, EO, Pete and Walter coming over from the UK, Velveteen and Riddle, the War Raiders, Alistair and Ricochet. It's just a, a, a top-to-bottom epic card that, you know, we go into Barclays Center, which for us kind of was the launching point of, I feel like, the next level of the NXT brand. So it's sort of, even though New York is always WWE's backyard and our home, Barclays is NXT, truly is its, its home um, in some manner. And... Um, it's exciting to be able to go there and put on this level of show and uh, set the tone for what is sure to be an epic week and weekend. Um, And then that will take us on the flip side of that to going to San Jose on June 8th uh, at the SJSU event center there. And that is a place that before we were even doing takeovers, we kind of did the first WrestleMania weekend event where we were just kind of testing the waters um, and it sold out and, and, you know, became this epic event um, that really, I think, set the brand in motion. So I'm really excited to go back there on, on June 8th, separate from everything else, no no other uh, pay-per-views around it, and just really go in there and, um, and, and kind of put on an event that is epic, but also says thank you to that, uh, to that location for, for getting us off to such a great start. So... With that said, I will see everybody at WrestleMania. Hopefully, hopefully after the show, we'll have, be having a conversation about how epic it was, and um, I look forward to seeing everybody there. Thank you for the time. Thanks, everybody. For those that are going to be at WrestleMania and NXT TakeOver, we'll be doing a post-show, so we'll grab you from your seats. And for those who will be on the phone, 
we will send out a confirmation as we get closer. Thanks, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes today's call. Thank you for your participation. You may now disconnect.